Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the <laughs> world. I am your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Ellen Ito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, we are delving into the deepest jungles of South America? Yes. Bacopa. <laughs> <laughs> Just south of Bacopa. Bacopa, the continent of Bacopa. <laughs> to, ch- to check <laughs> to check out Hunted Hearts, mm-hmm. which I wish was Haunted Hearts because it's Me too. Halloween season. But Well, how about the Heart of the Jungle? Have we already had one of those? Because this seems like have. the episode that they would call the Heart of the Jungle. <laughs> Hearts of the Jungle. Hearts of the Jungle. <laughs> they already did Heart, Hearts of Darkness, so that's... <laughs> the best yeah. title. Mm-hmm. The best title. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's see what this episode was about in our mm-hmm. segment we call The Minute Max, where we try to sum up the plot of the episode in 60 seconds or less, starting with Joe. Oh, my God. Oh, ouch. All right. <laughs> Hunted Hearts. All right. Oh, I'm a little foggy. <laughs> All right. The hearts are celebrating celebrating the acquisition of some new company that has something to do with a wildlife preserve in South America. And there's a man who's mad about that for some reason, and I don't remember why. <laughs> and he decides to trick the hearts into visiting this um, jungle preserve where there's just lions and tigers roaming about with uh, Tipihedron and so there's some other guy. So the hearts go down to visit this wildlife preserve and take a bunch of photos. And they the guy gets the gas out of their car when they're by a river and then spears a, a guy named TD, I think, in the back. And nobody cares about TD. They just leave him. Uh, they bury him and then they're gone. So they ran into his tent. They asked him for help. It turns out he wants to hunt the hearts, just Jonathan, but he lets Jennifer and Jonathan go into the jungle. They make their way back to the wildlife preserve and he or he brings Jennifer back there and then Jonathan comes and swinging on a vine through her window to save her and then beats the guy up and the guy gets attacked by an alligator but doesn't get killed by it. The end. <laughs> he just fucking swims away and that's the end. Yeah, he gets away with it. Uh, Ellen, would you like to further illuminate us? <laughs> um, I have nothing more to uh, add, but uh, thank you so much for checking in tonight. I'm not sure what you uh, could Eric? add. Eric? Eric? <laughs> uh, uh, I pass to you. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. I'm excited to learn more about this episode that I really have <laughs> so loose grasp Me on too. <laughs> it's not going to happen now, though. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Hunted Hearts. Uh, Jonathan is uh, closing a business deal where he's saving some kind of aluminum company from some other asshole that wants to buy the aluminum company and fuck it up. But Jonathan's buying it and saving it from something. He's saving it from his, him, itself, I guess. But so he, the man that he got it from instead or outbid or whatever is Winston Davenport, who is clearly a psycho. Mm-hmm. And he has lost out on several business deals also to Jonathan. And so he fucking hates Jonathan. So he's like, I'm going to kill that Jonathan because I'm crazy like that. And he's like, the way that I'm going to do it is, aha, I give randomly give money to these people that have never met me, the Advertons, and they have an animal refuge. And I'm going to trick the hearts into going down there. Then I'm going to chase them through the jungle. It's David McCallum from The Man From Uncle. And Tippy Hedron. Coincidence? No. And then it's basically just the <laughs> plot of most dangerous game, except at the end, that guy swims off in like a high karate bathrobe. <laughs> yeah, it was a karate bathrobe. Yep. Indeed, it was. 
It was high karate, the stinky 70s cologne bathroom. Oh, God. Because he puts on like a gallon of it before he's going to charm rape Jennifer. Yeah, ew. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I left that part uh, out. I'll, I'll wait for my next minute. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me see what I can <laughs> what I can add to the conversation. <laughs> Just get to the end, maybe I guess. <laughs> okay, hunted hearts. Um, the hearts are invited to a wildlife refuge in South America uh, because that place needs to be saved and so they go they meet a bunch of lions that tippy hedron introduces <laughs> one is named like <laughs> linda lioness and i cracked up uh <laughs> everyone is super weird uh i like to call this episode tan versus green and uh-huh. green is the evil guy who uh kills the journalism teacher from just one of the guys oh. and, uh, <laughs> tk no T, 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 uh, TD TD is speared in the back and then just apparently buried in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, then uh, Davenport wants to hunt Jonathan, but only Jonathan because he wants to fuck Jennifer. Um, <laughs> Jonathan falls off a cliff, swims to safety, fi- swings on a vine, um, gets Jennifer, and then the bad guy literally swims away and doesn't get caught. Yeah. As far as we know. <laughs> Okay, uh, we need a break, and luckily we have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> need to think about what we've done. The true stars of this podcast, <laughs> Billmont <laughs> and Jenniferous Sisler. Jenniferous. Sister Flam. I was going to say that when I know the Sislers have done a minute max, that I just don't give a, a, flame <laughs> a max, and it shows, but. They're all kind of the same. Like if somebody went back and really did uh, <laughs> interrogated that, they would find that they are just all terrible. I, know, I don't think um, there's much change. So I'm probably lying. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, thanks, Sislers. Uh, you almost gave me an excuse, but I talked myself out of it in front of everyone right now. But check this out. Good evening. The Sisler Family Playhouse probably presents Hunted Hearts. Jonathan screws over a business rival. Turns out Winston Davenport is the CEO of Mayhem and Sue's Inc. A man from Uncle and a girl from Hitchcock asked the Hearts for help with their game preserve. Jonathan and Jennifer visit to get a closer look. Tigers, elephants, and birds. Wait, birds? The Heart Squad Poke of the Week, the Athertons. There must have been a special on mutes at Noel Tepman's House of Hint. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting yuppies. Ha! Hearts find TD. DOA. PDQ. Winston Davenport decides to hunt the hearts through the Columbia's Pictures backlot. Gee, Jonathan, what Boy Scout troop did you belong to? Inglewood? You really think tossing off a cliff's gonna stop anything? He's Jonathan Hart, bitch! Dispatching the villain, Jonathan channels Tarzan while his voice is dubbed by Glenn Close. Jennifer Hart has a head for business and a bod for sin. What, you thought we weren't gonna make a Melanie Griffith joke? The <laughs> end! Oh, wow. Sisler. Sisler's Thank on you. fire right. tonight. Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a man from Uncle and a girl from Hitchcock. <laughs> I'm well done. I bow down uh-huh. to the Sislers. <laughs> <sighs> so you know that was a Gold Coast guillotine to my Minute Max, was it not? <laughs> <laughs> I know very little about Tippy Hedron, but I was like doing a little research during this episode. No. And how <laughs> fucking crazy! I mean, you guys. Obviously, will know way more than me. <laughs> also, found out she's Dakota Johnson's grandma. Do we know this already? I did Is this a new uh, fact? We actually like to think of her as Melanie Griffith's mom. Oh, oh okay. wait, 
Is okay. Dakota Johnson Melanie Griffith's daughter? Daughter, yes. Really? I didn't know that. With, with Don Johnson. But it was like the first article that came up was Dakota Johnson confirms that Tippi Hedren still has lions and tigers. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm glad they, they went Dakota I'm glad Johnson they went to Dakota Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> That's very important. <laughs> the source <laughs> for lion and tiger news. Because I just don't trust anybody else. Yeah. Right. I mean, if it's not the granddaughter, yeah. I mean she's the only celebrity on. I trust. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Dakota Johnson confirms no one's directly asking Tippy Hedren any questions anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what the gorilla headline is? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, so and she was in a movie called Roar, which I know is famous for accidents and just people getting mauled by lions and tigers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Have, uh-huh. have you guys seen that movie? I have not. Yes. Is it worth watching or is it just a bunch of uh, maulings? It is I found it upsetting um mm-hmm. i found it upsetting but in a lot of different ways um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that, that's that's my review um, <laughs> five stars <laughs> yeah it's um i found it upsetting in a lot of different ways five stars but in a lot of different ways <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> what types of ways like blood and give, gore and give us a few yeah <laughs> which types of ways did you find it upsetting just, just give us the murderer's row of ways it <laughs> roars it upsets you, you. <laughs> eric it i can't believe that you haven't seen it that's, you know i can't believe i haven't right. seen it either i i, I it's, am astonished it's that. one of those movies that is like floated around the atmosphere of my life for ever yeah um it wasn't available to watch for a long time and then when it was Mm -hmm. i don't know what i was i i was probably in some phase where i wasn't watching (laughs) uh just random shit but uh nobody died on the on the set i don't think so no um it it uh, so many injuries i mean right obviously you know that it just there's just it's such a weird project and the way that they did it is it's like, I don't know. It's like it, it's eating its own tail. It's just so strange that I don't even, I don't know. Maybe oh. I just don't even have, have the words. I found it. It's just upsetting when you think about what's really happening and, you know, no animals were harmed. They were just fed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I know their intentions were good and I'm not saying that the way that I felt upset is not to do with any misunderstanding of their intentions or their desire to care for animals or be with animals or whatever, but it just is, God, I don't, I feel like I'm clearly, I'm incapable of it. I started to think about it because obviously Tippy Hedren's in this thing and she's showing them those cats. And then I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) like kind of freaking out a little bit. Um, Yeah. Uh, I just found out that I have access to that movie uh, streaming. So I am going to be watching it after the podcast tonight. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just to to like close this loop. I'm incapable of talking about it. Please edit all of that babbling out. (laughs) I just... It freaks me out. And it's been a long time because when was it that it, it it's from 81? God, it's been like seven or yeah, but I feel like I saw it maybe like seven or eight years ago. Would that make sense? That's about the time it, it got its home video release. 
Yeah. Um, Tippy Hedren I mean, herself got gangrene and needed skin grafts, and Melanie Griffith was mauled near the eye and needed plastic surgery. Did Dakota Johnson say that though? <laughs> no, <laughs> so I don't trust. I it. don't know. It's I us. think Tippy Hedren broke her leg too. Actually. Oh my god. Dakota Johnson did say that she used to have around eighty lions and tigers, and now it's down to like sixteen. So she said it's much less psychotic. Is I think the quote. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That sounds pretty psychotic to me. <laughs> yeah, but at least none of the animals were hurt, so that's good. I mean, I was shocked to see a full live tiger on set with this actor. I don't. I didn't know. I didn't immediately recognize Tippi Hedren, but in the shot where they they get a wire from the heart saying, "Can we come visit?" They're talking about it. There's a tiger walking with them. Yeah. Named Greg. <laughs> <laughs> walking down the path with them and just like a dog. It's so insane. I mean, so this obviously was shot on her compound, right? I would assume so. Assume. I mean, they would have to be her yeah. animals yeah. because she's literally like snuggling with them. Yes. And there's a bunch of shots of just her with in the cage with the tigers talking about how one of them's a tigron half tiger half lion yeah <laughs> i always thought those are called ligers but she calls it a tylon right a, i thought tigron but maybe I thought, tylon. I thought tygon i i think both exist and both are different things oh really i like liger better i like the, the word better <laughs> liger <laughs> liger um huh. Sorry, I just well, like, anyways, yeah, like Ooh, dove bleh. deep into the lake. Well, so <laughs> one of the reasons that we, uh, me and Joe at least, were fuzzy on what the fuck was going on with <laughs> Wildlife Refuge and mm -hmm. the hearts, uh, when character actor Kenneth Tigar. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that true? Yes. When yes. Kenneth Tigar <laughs> I love showed that up. Guy. I do too. I Love that guy the so one with the, much. The gap tooth. Yeah. So oh. he shows up. He mm -hmm. shows up, and me and Joe are immediately like, "Oh my god, where do we know him from?" This because I'm like, baby. I've seen him in everything. He's literally been yep. in every TV show, uh -huh. in every movie yep. in the 70s and 80s. Wow. Uh, and I thought he was Richard Wright from Sex in the City, but he's not because <laughs> he looks exactly like him. No. That's <laughs> he does. Look Aww. again. Look again. <laughs> Do I have to do a uh, split screen? James Remar is a uh, uh, a little more attractive, I think, <laughs> than, I than Kenneth Tigar. Uh, but yes, I did. I did remember during the Minute Max that he was from just one of the guys. He's, which is what I was trying to remember hmm. for the first ten minutes of the episode. And he's the butler to the main villain, basically, sort of butler. He's, I mean, assistant. he's he's a, a what do you call that? A, corporal what what is that he's to this guy like they were playing kind of a militaristic game with each other uh and their know. green <laughs> their green uniforms uh but he's yeah he was a henchman he was well, a man of hench mm -hmm. well he's but he's like a corporate man of hench i mean he's because they're in the office talking about jonathan getting the aluminum company right and mm -hmm. he's and he's like we're gonna go to wherever and it's all crazy um just one of the guys <laughs> Just, I always just have to say, uh, hey, Joyce Heiser, the end. <laughs> right? I mean, you, don't, you, I have, you have to call that out. <laughs> of course. Um, 
whenever that movie is mentioned, you just have to call, give a shout out to Joyce Heiser. I just love it. There was and a, now little, we're done. a little alert after you said that. <laughs> yeah. What? Who, wait, what, can you explain that? I don't understand. <laughs> Joyce Heiser is the star of just one of the guys. Am I thinking of the right? I'm thinking yeah. of the right movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Interesting. Sorry, this is just, just <laughs> we are all ram- so rambling. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh yes, oh no. <laughs> um, it's yeah. My, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it. I am tired. <laughs> my, my brain is is just completely wrung out from work, <laughs> uh, which is good. It's a good thing, <laughs> but it's it's definitely going to <laughs> backfire on the podcast. <laughs> His name is Ashby. Ashby, yeah. the man of hench. But he's I would yeah. I honestly wouldn't call him a man of hench because he is never in on the plot. He he doesn't right. know what they're doing. The guy, the he's, he's villain, like the office employee. Yeah, the villain is like we're hunting two legged species and he immediately freaks out i was thinking ostrich like oh you're hunting ostriches but but the guy immediately knows he's talking about humans and the first scene he comes into the office he gets a gun drawn on him yeah so a gun that was being held by two paws yeah two Mm -hmm. lion paws uh and then he immediately tries to alert the authorities of the plot that's happening and then gets shot yeah in, in another one of the my biggest laughs of the episode. When they're all at dinner. So Jonathan and Jennifer are at dinner with the hosts of the, the animal sanctuary. and The weirdest people. And the guy, there's, they've already shown the scene where he's about to get shot. There's a gun drawn on him. And then they cut back to the dinner. And the woman says, like, oh, the quiet. There's really nothing like it. And then gunshot rings out. <laughs> so great. It was so funny. That's really, really good. <laughs> And also, you're in the oh. middle of the fucking jungle. It's not going to be quiet there. I no. Think, based on my preconceptions <laughs> no. of a and jungle. The, and the jungle is not quiet. No. For the rest of the episode, like, there's loud animal noises throughout. <laughs> well, so, okay. Ashby, right? So, yes. Mm-hmm. That guy's in everything. We love that guy. But he clearly knows that Winston Davenport is banana bread, right? Because... <laughs> He just the way that he's looking at him when he takes the like that guy grabs the gun out of those little paws and like mm-hmm. points it towards him. Then he's like, then he's all weirdly like, put this away. And then Ashby has to go put it back into the little paws or whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. Like it's just an interesting like we were established. It's established immediately that Mr. Davenport is berserker. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, like the the convoluted yet potentially genius way that he gets the hearts to go down to Bacope, the Bacopan jungle <laughs> desert, uh-huh. the jungly desert surrounding Bacopa um, in greater Bacopa at the Riverbend animal sanctuary is kind of, it happens quickly and it's kind of nuts. Right. So he's like, he's like, Oh, they're like, Oh, we got this letter from Mr. Davenport, who sends us all of our financial support, but we've never met. And he says he is pulling his support. But why? Oh, my God. I don't know why, Ilya Kiriakin. I don't know why either, <laughs> Tippi Hedren. And then he's like, but he recommends these people the hearts. <laughs> and we're off to the races. And for some reason, I was like, oh, <laughs> hmm, that's kind of more clever than it needs to be. Yeah. 
Winston yeah. Davenport or yeah. weirder than anyone would ever do it. But, you know, I'm choosing to say, like, that's more clever than it needs to be. It's pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. Winston Davenport is maybe the creepiest villain we've had in a very, very long time. Since uh, Absolutely. Since, uh, like, uh, tying up loose ends. Yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What and was wrong with him? Darkness. Heart of darkness. He's, he's nuts. Yeah. He, so I mean, the thing was Jonathan bought a company that he wanted to buy. That was what yeah, happened. I, I didn't, yeah, he bought the aluminum. He, he the, won the but, aluminum company. But uh, there's, okay. there's multiple times when Jonathan has bested him in business. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's upsetting to Winston Davenport. Mm-hmm. Deeply upsetting. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So he, so Davenport is obviously General Zaroff, right? Yeah. And Jonathan and Jennifer and Ilya Kuryak and, and T.B. Hedren are kind of a collective Rainsford, right? Yeah. Is this from Dangerous Game? Pretty much, yes. Having the two ex, like wildlife preserve, T.B. Hedren and the name that you're saying that I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's David McCallum's character on The Man from Uncle is Ilya Kiryakin. That's Ilya his agent Kiryakin. name. Okay. Such an easy name to remember. <laughs> they yeah, Ilya Kiryakin. They seemed they were just like very extra once the plot got going to me. That just mm-hmm. like get rid of them, get them out of the plot. So they're tied up at the tent that they find the villain at that then he then releases Jonathan and Jennifer gives them a six hour head start yeah to then start hunting them there's so much time passes in this episode the first time you see jonathan jennifer after that three hours has already passed they're they're just hacking their way through the jungle in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. it's an insane amount of time passes in this jungle but then we're having to like go back to these other two characters i don't know it just seemed like a lot of extra stuff going on once the hunt began i wanted to focus on that but we had Tippy and Ilya Karyakin <laughs> um, running around and figuring out the Jeep and then picking Jonathan up after he fell off the cliff. And I don't know. What did you, what do you guys think about that whole section? Uh, I, I felt like there were some, there were some kind of severe edits in this that might have, there might've been content that they couldn't use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm maybe the, large cats were not cooperative maybe yeah because <laughs> uh, this was of course one of those episodes it's just like look we have access to large cats mm-hmm. and there's a monkey mm-hmm. and everyone loves monkeys mm-hmm. um so yeah and then the saving grace of it for me was that it turned into a stunt show and i love a stunt show <laughs> on heart to heart in particular <laughs> the <laughs> I yeah, I that was amazing. But yeah, I, the the extra stuff, all the stuff with Tippy and Tippy and Magoo or whatever, uh <laughs> they it just it seemed filler. Yeah. Like it was just filler stuff. Or yeah. or they were like we Tippy Tippy's contract states that she needs to be in this amount of the of the uh finished edit. Yeah. Mm. Um it just didn't add anything. Mm-hmm. Especially when know, this... the villain swims away at the end and we don't see any apprehension. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, um, it's to give you that Moriarty vibe or something. Yeah. I don't know. Moriarty, <laughs> Moriarty feels. Dean um, Moriarty. I think. <laughs> I think that for me, like, there's a lot of great stuff. I mean, as 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 weird and corny as the Bacopan jungle is, as crazy as the Tippehedron situation may be. Um, the way that they build up to it, like it's genuinely menacing. Like Winston Davenport is really unhinged yes. and scary <laughs> from the moment that we first experience him. Like it's for heart to heart, it's pretty terrifying when you know that Ashby, you know, somebody's going to appear over his shoulder and he is not going to be able to radio the police for an emergency uh, situation. The way that they hide the fact that two of their workers have gone missing, like they have to hide that from the hearts. I mean, like that's this is all like classic, like isolation horror stuff, which I really appreciated and kind of got into the thing with T.D. Webster um, that is the absolute creepiest body discovery slash murder reveal. Yeah, it's really thus weird. far, isn't it? I mean, that is when he is tied up in the boat and they're all like, oh, there's TD and he's floating closer and closer. Come on. That's like that's next level for heart to heart. That's pretty for 10 p.m. ABC 1980. <laughs> yeah, do that. That's. I was thinking some fuck, that's some fucked up shit. I was surprised they were dead allowed to sitting show up that. in that boat. Yeah, I was allowed yeah. they were allowed to show that on TV. But the way that the characters react to finding his dead body is very strange and just non like really anticlimactic. Jennifer asks why that spear is here is in this region if it doesn't belong to any of the tribes <laughs> of the region. That's her main concern. And then they just Tippy has a little meltdown. Um, at yeah, the at the jeep, but out. then it, then immediately it's taken over by, uh, you guys, the gas is all gone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I have to say is kind of a realistic like thing where you're, when you're 48 hours normal. from camp. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your 48 feel, hour walk. <laughs> I feel like when Jennifer points the thing out about the sphere, mm-hmm. I feel like what she's indicating it's a classic, as hideous as this may be, a classic like jungle uh, scenario where it's like the arrow Mm -hmm. is, is indicating to you that other people have come into your territory or you have strayed into other people's territory. It's like the calling card of the, the killer. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's why what I heard when she asked about it was her basically saying like, Mm. wait, that's not, I don't know. Like to me, that's something that you, that's just like, uh, like yeah. freaking out because the creepiest thing ever just happened. Yeah. The son of the guy from mission impossible just floated up uh, <laughs> on the river bank and it took you a second to realize that he was straight up dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's Still true. sitting up with his hands tied. I mean, that's not a necessary Winston Davenport. Didn't they didn't go to all that trouble with the so-called field hands uh, earlier mm-hmm. that is a crazy killer thing to do mm-hmm. um True. and i think to immediately shift gears i know joe it's sad when we have to leave our fallen comrades gone too soon behind in the wild <laughs> don't ever go mountain climbing is my only advice to you there mm-hmm. <laughs> um they i was expecting them just to cut 
and run, but they do take the shovel and bury him. I know. That, um, that was so casual, though. I was just going to talk about that. He's like, I'll, I got to take care of TD real quick. Yeah, it was, <laughs> he it, grabs the it shovel. Did, it, it was played with the air of uh, another day, another, yeah. another burial. It's like so... <laughs> Uneventful. <laughs> it's like I guess it's just the line delivery. Yeah, I, and it the, is that guy. Like the amount uh, of panic. David McCallum was extra weird. Uh, like the the villain and him were almost like twin weirdos. Like they they gave the same <laughs> yeah. kind of stilted delivery he that was, was weird too. Yeah, and because I could, if I felt like they were playing him up as a as a possible villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the I beginning. felt that too. Yeah, definitely. I, um, I felt that, and like the way that he's really short with Tippy when they're trying to get untied. Yeah, yeah. it was really weird. Yes. Um, it was just weird. <laughs> it, yeah, it was weird. But there's also, I'm, I don't know if I'm remembering this properly, but so you've read the short story, right? The most dangerous game. No, I have no. Not. I've only seen the film. Well, so the the what's his face. The general, the killer, the hunter, mm-hmm. he like there's the moment where he goes back and he thinks that he's one and he smokes a pipe. Right. And I think David McCallum smokes a like whips out a pipe in a scene. And that to me was like, oh, huh. like this is they're They're going to reveal that they're in it together somehow or whatever. I couldn't quite put that together, but it never came off. Yeah. But so I was sort of reading it and maybe I'm just reading too much into every single uh, thing of the five things that I pay attention to ever. Um, and, and just like, oh, these are red herrings. Something's <laughs> going to happen. There's a twist. I really feel like the most important thing to acknowledge um, for me is that there was literally a slide whistle sound in this I, episode. Oh my God. Uh, in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> I have oh slide God. whistle ass shit. <laughs> my, my notes are there's three things written down greatest vest ever jumps on boat and literally slide whistle those are my notes yeah that was the most insanely placed slide whistle i've ever heard that whole segment i was like what is going on so it happens when jennifer's trying to get the mosquito net down right Mm -hmm. jonathan's fucking with the mosquito net and then she says you just have to pull the string you just have to pull the string she gets up there Mm -hmm. she's pulling the string it's not coming down finally it comes like i've done it hundreds of times yeah (laughs) it finally like floops comes down over her and like she's underneath it and that's when the slide whistle happens right yes yeah. <sighs> like <Ooh>. yeah <laughs> yeah what the, what fuck? the fuck <laughs> that, that was uh... so confusing just <laughs> yeah this this episode really suffered from some tonal aphasia like it, it just it, it it really just i think shuffled it, the decks it probably they were they emailed or they, they did not email but they <laughs> mailed tippy hedron they got her on the wire and they were like, can we shoot an episode of Heart to Heart on your with your tigers and lions? And she said, yes, this weekend. <laughs> and then I'm unavailable for the rest of the year. So <laughs> this is what happened. I think that's my that theory. That sounds so legit. That sounds so <laughs> I'm free tomorrow and that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> My granddaughter's about to be born. <laughs> We're dealing with litigation from Roar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So they rushed over. 
<laughs> and they brought their slide whistle. <laughs> it was the only instrument they packed. Well, and luckily they brought some stuntmen. <laughs> but but it's a huge coup for the show to get Tippy Hedron on. Totally. Yeah. Um, animal, animal sanctuary, animals or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's pretty major. It David is. McCallum also pretty major. Um, but I sort of like I was like, ah, oh, I don't recognize the guy who's playing Winston Davenport. So I just opted to let it lie and be just be super creeped out by that guy. But yeah, this this episode, um, it, there's some moments of brilliance, I think, and then um, it's a, it's a little disjointed. It's yeah, much like me. I I cannot like Eric though. I'm not going to uh, blame my scatter shot uh, brain patterns on being tired. I'm going to blame it on the fact that I just found out that there was that Muppet haunting <laughs> that I fucking didn't know about it you know maybe it dropped today and that's why we didn't know about it but i find it a little distressing that the three of us did not know about it and that we have as of this moment actually only known of its existence for like 90 minutes and i find that upsetting so i everything is just (laughs) i'm going off the rails like that this is and then i had to think about roar and that's also adding an element of confusion. I feel like Joyce Heiser was my only anchor to my previous reality. <laughs> that was all I could do was call, like blurt out um, a major fact about just one of the guys, but <laughs> I still feel a little bit adrift. We should get some Muppet money for that plug. I, I, I will put a link to the GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> in this. The Muppet GoFundMe. For, for Look, us to I'm recover really from not knowing about the about Muppet. the I'll shrimp character sure. that I just I just don't, haven't been exposed to him very much. I have to <laughs> you know. <sighs> shrimp Muppet. I thought <sighs> so sort of the meat of this episode also was Jonathan and Jennifer very stiffly walking through the jungle. It felt really stiff to me for some reason. Like this was a good excuse to get a little dirty with the characters and like really have them be gritty and stuff. But they're just kind of walking through the jungle and they're reacting to National Geographic footage of animals, basically. <laughs> like they'll walk, they'll they'll bend Those a elephants leaf. Were really charging them. <laughs> that, was, that was so silly. <laughs> so they. They, it's Jonathan and Jennifer, they bend like a leaf down and then they, they make a face like, whoa. And then that shows some footage of elephants charging and then they run, <laughs> Jonathan and Jennifer run. And then the it shows another shot of the elephant charging. And the next shot is Jonathan and Jennifer being like, ah, I think we lost him. <laughs> and yeah. Like, it's just, why did you add that into the episode? It's so it's funny. For adventure. I guess. To, just... fill, to fill time. I mean, the, really, it was it just, a lot of this felt like it was filling time. I could have come up with, I just, I don't know, like, a rubber snake is not that hard to make or get. You could, <laughs> that, and that would have been so much more entertaining Well, to there see. was the snake. There was the snake was the scene snake. with Davenport shot the snake off a rock. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind that. It was one of those jungle rattlers. <laughs> Look, the book Open Jungle has a lot of really unique wildlife. Yeah. I found that upsetting that he shot the snake. Um, but if they were using that to make me think that he was evil, that ship had sailed. I already was there. Yeah. I yeah. believed that he was evil. And I don't really even believe in the construct of evil. It's just such a blanket term. Mm-hmm. But 
<laughs> he's not not a good good person and good people don't shoot snakes just being snakes. Yeah. <laughs> just snaking. Snake was just snaking. Right? That <laughs> yeah. snake is just, just trying to fucking snake in its own house. <laughs> yeah. And you surprised it and it's just snaking oh, it's the way nature intended and you <laughs> shot it. Yeah. Um yeah, it's pretty the timing's weird. There's some I like all the nods to most dangerous game hmm. like the thing where they think Jonathan's dead is kind of a riff right on mm-hmm. how he thinks that what's his face commits suicide you know like in the jump off the cliff like all of that is really similar hmm. kind of like that in his fight There's, with Gordo the fight yeah. with Gordo, Gordo the mute <laughs> yeah I don't know that I have I, hmm. <sighs> I feel like Gordo was less offensive to me than um, it could have been. I agree. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, there's really not more to say about that. Um, Gordo. Mm. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Gordo. It's like, why is that his, <laughs> why is that his name? He's not Gordo. Like, is his name Gordon? Gordon, maybe. Because <laughs> that guy was not Gordo. It's, it's his Gordo. nickname. Yeah. How about the part where the hearts were Jonathan's? Or it's like, oh man, Gordo. Have you seen Gordo lately? He looks great. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan sets up a trap at some point with Gordo, a log. Gordo, what is your secret? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Jonathan's booby trap. It would have done. It, it's a log. A Gold on Coast a vine. guillotine? Yeah. <laughs> It's a log on a vine that I don't even know how it's supposed to trigger, but there's a handkerchief under it. And then the guy shoots the vine (laughs) and the log falls down maybe like three feet. And it would it would maybe bonk you in the head and like push you aside a little bit. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, it was a pretty slow fall. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think that would have really done much. It also didn't appear to be like at a very high height. Yeah, it would have just just his foot at the worst pushed you aside. and then the hearts are watching from behind a rock, like a couple of Looney Tunes characters. And then he immediately looks up and starts shooting at them. And they're like, oh, "Oops, we gotta then, go!" Then when they get up from their little crouched position, yeah. it took them it's forever. So, I know. I was thinking about that too. You, they could have been shot so many could times. Could they not have found an easier little place to get out from? Because they're just like both like arms out balancing just like whoa or couldn't like, they've used a stunt person to like leap away leap, like, yeah. like but uh, you're getting shot at i know but the Ugh. right after that there is it when they get to the cliff that uh jonathan ends up jumping off of when they arrive jennifer does this really dramatic leap oh, uh, and yeah. it's, it was really like perfect i thought oh. it was so funny yeah after She's, she actually does a bunch of particularly springy yeah like twists and turns and jumps. So kind of dancey stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, good. yeah, that, I think that moment was really where I was thinking like, this is very stiff. Like that's how I just can describe the whole part of them being in the jungle. It just felt like they were on a set the whole time. You know, they're just like, like prancing around and just not 
it's not like you would act if you were actually being hunted in the jungle. Oh, well, it's yeah, just... I'm not expecting that in our time. I guess. Yeah, I feel like that would be a big departure for us. But there was a shot. So after Jonathan falls in the water, he comes out. He's dazed. He's he's staring directly into the sun for some reason. <laughs> sweat, sweat cam. The ca- Yeah, the camera is really close up to him. It's really gritty and just real. And just like that moment, I was like, yeah, this is what I want from this episode. But it was just mm. this weird Jonathan staggering out of the water. Was it it's the tone of the episode was just like yeah whatever like spin the wheel and then yeah. whatever whatever la- it lands on that's slide what we're gonna whistle get. it lands on slide yeah slide whistle okay sli- we need a slide whistle <laughs> we need some slide whistle ass shit yeah uh the fight the fist fight between jonathan and gorda though had no music which i actually was like this yeah. is this is interesting like this is yeah this is a pretty neat thing that, that they have done that alligator coming running for dinner and then oh the shots of a man wearing a collar just like a button-up shirt underneath the water wrestling with the alligator <laughs> just the guy was wearing a very specific what did you call it a Kurt karate robe, karate his, robe. His, high, his high karate robe and the shots underwater were just a man in a safari button-up probably like tucked into his pants like yeah. it was like okay what the fuck oh, okay so let's talk about the stuntmen because the stuntmen were phenomenal so jonathan arrives at uh the lair <laughs> where Jennifer is being kept and she sees him she starts crying it's a, it's should be a beautiful moment mm. um and then the monkey shows up and basically shows Jonathan like hey you can swing on this vine over through over to the window mm-hmm. and so Jonathan grabs the vine and then a much younger man (laughs) (laughs) leaps on the vine and flies through the window and a split second after he lands it cuts to jonathan again which was beautiful yeah that was great (laughs) like that's some of my favorite editing work with stunts is the the really awkward cut to get back to the main (laughs) actor it's so so good and then they did it again with uh Davenport in underwater mm. and also mm. all of the Davenport when they get into the fight in the room that Jennifer's in and Jonathan yeah. punches him and he just flies off the flies ledge. out the window. Oh yeah, yeah. his leg little legs go over the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he also pulls a knife out of his he had a, a very robe knife. Decorative like robe, yeah. robe knife. That was he's... pressed against his bare skin. Yeah. Because he's a raper. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Ugh, so gross. Uh, yeah, I do. I I love that he his first weapon is a brandy snifter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like first it's it. the brandy, then it's the yeah. snifter, and then rope knife. Yeah, mm-hmm. really wild. So creepy. Although, and I guess technically brandy is a weapon he has used in the episode because he drugs the Addertons. Yeah, I thought at the end. I mean, and then the. One of the Addersons, is that their names? Addertons? Adderton. So he has got the gun, and the guy's getting uh, wrestled by the alligator underwater, and he, he shoots the alligator and saves him, and then he goes swimming away, and it's like a moment where they could have had him be a little bit evil too and shoot the guy or something. I don't know. like that. Just he never like, would have done that. It seemed like a way to get that guy dead without having Jonathan have to do it, you know? I don't know why I feel the need for like a scene where they say hold it and then uh uh Davenport like slowly turns around with his hands up. Yeah. Before the freeze frame. Yeah. Before the the eighth it's a jungle out there joke. Yeah. Uh <laughs> but it just the, it ends with him swimming away. Yeah, it fades out on that but shot. I mean he's not swimming super far. 
but it is kind of unsatisfying to me. <laughs> it really is. Unless he like turned around and said, I'll get you for this. <laughs> to me, it's like it's the last time of the episodes where the writers and the people who made the episode were like, oh, the, the audience gets it. Yeah. Like, they'll, they get it. Yeah. It, he got caught. Shorthand. Yeah. They're it's just like, like we, whatever. No, we don't need to see that. He's not getting away. They know that. Let's move on to the next one. Like, commercial break. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It, it is a little disappointing that the animal um, refuge man would shoot the alligator. Why didn't, yeah, I'm curious why they didn't just let the alligator kill him. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we have killed many a villain. That would have been a good moment, This one was a too. real crazy, scary, creepy one. Him and considering shooting yeah, the alligator and then um, putting the gun down. That would have been a great ending. This one had someone kill a PhD candidate and then prop him up in the canoe and float him towards everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not, you know. Yeah, I feel TV. like you could probably shoot that guy in the head on quote <laughs> accident. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted like, to. See, I was like, aiming for the alligator. Yeah, what happens in Bacopa? I just wanted to see the the water turn red or like <laughs> the alligator yeah. come up with just a robe and a torn up robe in his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I was surprised because it felt like. And clearly, I have like zero memory of this of ever seeing this episode before. This is one where I'm I'm like. I, I know that there was a Dangerous Game episode, but so many shows do mm. Dangerous Game episodes that I think I was like, oh. And when I started watching, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. um, so, huh. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm having a lot of fresh reactions. <laughs> but I just feel like when you do that thing, sorry, I'm obsessed with how they floated T.D. Webster, PhD candidate, <laughs> um, towards everyone in the canoe. That was broken. Um, but I feel like if you're doing that, yeah, what's to stop you from this whole lagoon going red? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. 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 You've done it. And you're like, uh, you're like shooting Ashby, like straight up. Yeah. Feeling like the innocent helpers, Gordo, like who's had some sort of terrible accident um, and, and is mute, like just waving his hands around, just flashing signs about how many more people he's going to go out there and kill. Like, yeah. If, you could just kill Davenport and nobody's going to care very much. It was another wasted opportunity. What I would have done is had him considering shooting the alligator and then Tippy like put, puts her hand on his gun. Yeah. Says, <laughs> no, they're endangered or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That would have been great. Just, Not Steven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would have been right. a really Steven good Gator. This is Steven Gator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Janet I mean, Lioness. let's face it. <laughs> Yeah. Greg, Greg is is one of the best moments in the episode. Greg, Greg, but yeah, this it's a uh, maybe. I don't feel weird about at least Eric, you and I being a little all over the map tonight because the episode's a little all over the map. Yes, even yes. though there's clearly like a, a crisp um, trail to follow with the most dangerous game, True. but you know, is Mook the real hero? Because he shows Jonathan how to use the vine. <laughs> Mook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, from the most dangerous game to the most amazing vest. <laughs> what vest? It's, we have to talk about the fashion. Oh, my God. What? I missed this vest. I don't know. Which vest? Because there, <laughs> there were nothing but vests. There were. <laughs> oh, no. This is the vest that Tippy's wearing when they're having. Uh, 
the dinner in the quiet jungle. The quiet dinner. When she's hanging out with Fred on her shoulder. Oh, yes, yes, yes. A vest that has applique. Yeah. Big cats all over it, and it is one of the best things <laughs> I have ever seen. I think so. Yeah. They're like it's like they're iron-on decals <laughs> yeah. or yeah. something. Oh. It's like it's a really intense applique and a wide variety of cats. It's yeah. not like a repetitive pattern. <laughs> those I'm wondering if those that's actually something that she probably wore. Oh, right? for sure. Like she loves the cats. I hope that those are all like individual. Uh, animals that she's standing to, but either way, that's a strong look. Mm-hmm. I can't Get believe heart I out, forgot Joe about this vest. I can't uh. either. I mean, I'm still processing that. There's also a pile of, of baguettes behind her <laughs> in this shot. There's always a pile of bread at any meal. <laughs> I don't know also about you guys, but I would be so fucking uncomfortable if there was a chimpanzee like hovering over my shoulder while I was trying to eat. That is so uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable really? by that. Yes. What if it's Mook? Any chimpanzee. I. They are so scary to me, <laughs> those stories. Oh. Uh, when they get when they get uh, angry and go for your nose, yeah, they. I mean, you know and your this, penis. You know these stories, right? <laughs> I think I the, I have an idea of the yeah, stories that you're talking about. The Gap Chimp, uh, so terrifying. Uh, I would not want to eat dinner with one hovering above me. I mm. pretty much just wouldn't want to go to this <laughs> preserve. I, I think, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they didn't sell it very well. No. Uh, and the the amount of tan being worn. Can you imagine the litigation you open yourself up to if you fund a wildlife preserve where they just like walk around with tigers? <laughs> the heart industries, they would go bankrupt. If they well, tried, they were if they the tigers this. were in a cage when when people other than Tippy Hedren and and Callum were around. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't know. That's what Dakota Johnson said that they used to not be in cages, and now that now they were in, now they were locked up. You read that in the Dakota report? Yeah, the Dakota report. <laughs> yeah, what's? <laughs> it's less psychotic now because there's only sixteen, and they're all in in their individual like paddocks. Paddocks. How do you say that word? Paddocks? Paddock. Paddock. A paddock. Paddock. A paddock. But they used to just be like free roaming, like in the movie Roar. I love also speaking of mispronunciations, how Jennifer at the end says Tarzan a couple times. Tarzan. 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 <laughs> ooh, ooh. Tarzan. That was cute. I, like I, Tarzan. I don't know why, but I thought that that end scene was adorable. Yeah, and Jonathan Jonathan's just sleeping because he was up for like three weeks. Yeah, because he, he <laughs> it was the first time that we've seen him like have to recover from an adventure. Yeah, it was different. It was different. Mm-hmm. She didn't sleep either, though, so I don't know. He fell off a cliff, you guys. He fell off a cliff and then, like, crawled to safety and then still managed to rescue Jennifer. Yeah, on a vine. Yeah. It's, he had it's to have been lot. hungry. It was a lot. <laughs> he had a big day. He had a big um, day. Unless he ate Gordo. <laughs> so, animal sanctuaries. People oh, having animals caring for animals um the uh, like tippy hedron's thing it's shambhala right and it's it's supported by the roar foundation so it's not like 
it's not Joe Exotic. Is that that guy's name? Am I yeah. remembering that guy's name right? Okay. Um, but I do want to talk about Ellis Park, which Why? is a brand new. Um, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> because it's an example of um, a wildlife sanctuary where animals are taken care of, the special needs animals, and it's Warren Ellis. Oh, uh, hmm. position in Sumatra. So he has begun with a couple other people, a special needs animal sanctuary hmm. in Sumatra. Nice. Never heard of and it. It's the, it started this year. Oh, yeah. Cool. Ellis Park. Ellis Park, Sumatra. Anyways, that's all. Hmm. <laughs> I just want to I mean, say like they accept donations and, um, there. We also suffered through a Christmas movie starring starring Charlotte from Sex and the City, where she goes to <laughs> African wildlife, uh, African elephant wildlife preserve with who? Who's the guy? The love interest? Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Um, what? There's <laughs> last Christmas. I think Lifetime released a movie. No, it was Netflix. Netflix did a movie about Charlotte. Uh, Kristen Davis. Kristen Davis going to a animal sanctuary. Oh, <laughs> oh, so not not the character of Charlotte York going to a wildlife no, preserve. No, but sort of. <laughs> I really wish that it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like in Deadly Illusion, I just imagined that that's Charlotte. <laughs> Deadly Illusion. <laughs> yes. Um, and and much like like this, uh. Kristen Davis is extremely devoted to yes the, uh, the in real life care and rescue of elephants in um, mm -hmm. Africa from game hunters. So mm -hmm. it's uh, she made a Christmas movie. Yeah, she it. made a Christmas movie about it. That's literally the only reason that she did it. Yeah, uh, and it's yeah, and I'm sure that's why Tippi Hedren was on this yeah. show. Uh, she they wanted her. She said, "Well, let's draw attention to wildlife preserves and yeah. the good that they do." Is Roar, though, does that, like, it's a sort of about people getting attacked by lions and tigers, right? Or Yes. So does that not villainize the lions and tigers <laughs> a, li a little bit? I wonder. I never see that as ever villainizing uh, a wild animal because uh -huh. it's like you're in their house yeah. again. Like, you're in their house. You shouldn't be there. But, like, that's, people get up in arms about sharks being villainized in that way. Do they? they? Yeah, I think so. Do they really? Yes. I think they're. I think that's fake outrage. Have you ever been on Twitter before? <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, this we've gone off the rails. I know how to get us back. How? Pick, Pick your, your book. <laughs> your bacopin poke. I pick TD. <laughs>
Okay. Okay. Poke is TD. <laughs> Ellen, <laughs> stop! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> my whole body hurts now. Uh, um, uh. I have to go with with Jeffrey Atherton. David McCallum. Really? Oh, yeah. Ashby? Because. No, no, no. Who? I shouldn't say it like that. No, not Ashby. Um, Jeff, Jeffrey Adderson. Uh, the Tippy Hedron's part. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a, a long, t- long term uh, crush for me from okay. when he was on The Man from Uncle. I, I assume that, I kind of assume that because. <laughs> He checks all of your no boxes for me. <laughs> yeah. He's blonde. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, he's he's a lot of no. Yeah. yeah. He was so creepy in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, T- TD. The little mustache. Mm. It's it's hard to beat yeah. TD in this episode. His bangs. <laughs> the, that shot of Adderton when they arrive and he's like in his <laughs> full tan get up. That is so tan and mm. so matchy and so unflattering. Like we have seen that look good on many, many people, and he just could not pull that off. Like yeah. they were not doing him any favors. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Oh my god. You know, did look good though. Jennifer in her green getup. Yeah. It wasn't a jumpsuit. I thought it was at first, but it was like it looked like a helicopter pilot outfit. And she looked yeah. so that color slamming. of olive is really good on her. It is really, really good. Also, it looks at that yeah the, with the lavender the lavender shirt, shirt underneath yes. looks really good. Yeah, really nice. And her hair, her hair is also beautiful. Her hair is behaving <laughs> wonderfully, bouncing and behaving. I, I'll say, sure, David McCallum was kind of giving like Brian Fellows vibes or something yeah. in the outfit, but the <laughs> the hat that. Um, Winston Davenport is wears when he heads off to kill <laughs> when he and Gordo head off to murder Jonathan. Yes. Um, that hat was amazing. Mm. It had like the hide, the zebra hide. Yeah. Band. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Was it a beret? No, no, no. It was no fedora. It's like a bush hat. <laughs> fedora. Uh, oh my God. Any other notes from anybody? Well, you didn't pick your poke. TD. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Oh, mutual poke. Actually, actually, I like Tippy's just completely awesome nineteen eighty two outfit that she wore. Um, the vest revealing a high comfort level on the preserve or the ranch, as they kept calling it alternately, um, <laughs> the riverbend, whatever place. But she was wearing like the most perfect nineteen eighty one gauzy top and dark jeans. That's a good look. Mm-hmm. I laughed when 
it's a shot of Tippy and her partner on that little tiny dock. And she says, oh, I'm so excited. I want everything to be perfect for the hearts. Yes. And it's like this <laughs> shitty little dock that they're standing <laughs> on. Like, well, it's already not perfect. <laughs> I liked it when, uh, when, she, when Jeff told her about the hearts and she said, who is Jonathan Hart? It was the first time anyone has ever said that in the entire right. series. <laughs> Especially since he kind of just gave a lengthy explanation of who Jonathan Hart was. <laughs> I guess it was more about Jennifer. Mm-hmm. So that she's written a few articles and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. That was, yeah, what to say about this episode? When- Besides all of the rambling, tangentially barely connected things i've said about it already for the last hour and a half when tippy and her partner are tied up outside she's he's like get your hand on the knot and she says it's too tight it's no use and then he says we have to get into the tent we could die of dehydration out here like that's the thing you're thinking of dehydration because that would take two days wouldn't it (laughs) i feel like You'll get mauled by it. Some of with some of these <laughs> yeah, jungle creatures. Don't worry, you'll be that. eaten before then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he says, "Roll into the tent." <laughs> There's gators. There's yeah. gators just wandering around looking for food. <laughs> and then uh, I thought it was funny. It was a uh, in stark relief to Jennifer's thinking. Jonathan got shot. Remember the wh- which episode was it where she let out that very guttural scream that seemed so real and just. She thought he got shot. He was tussling oh. with somebody. It was the home invasion, I think, episode. Uh, I think they were in their house, and then yeah. she falls down the stairs. Yes. But that, she... <laughs> so that, we all found, like, a very realistic reaction to her thinking that Jonathan got shot. And this, when she thought he got shot, she didn't scream at all. She was just like, oh, no, Jonathan. And it was just, like, not... <laughs> no effort whatsoever. What a, a, that? What did you Rich think of heartless. the... I was yeah. <laughs> such an interesting moment when Davenport was like, I'm going to hunt you. I'm giving you six hours, blah, blah, blah. And he says, not without my, I'm not going without my wife. And that whole. That yeah. Whole like putting her on the hunt as well seems not D- great. true, but it's, it's also like, I'm not leaving my wife with you. Yeah. Creepy rapist guy. Right. Um, right for i'm not leaving my wife with you for at least six hours yeah Uh, Mm -hmm. well at least if they're both on the run he he knows her fate right Mm. yeah yeah that's true yeah and i would have it would have been a bummer if she got left behind because it gave it that uh the uh what's that movie i'm spacing the name of the movie where they are lost in the jungle together the romancing the stone romancing the stone the vibe that we love romancing Mm -hmm. the stone when it's Jonathan Jennifer on the run through the jungle, like in Mexico, like that vibe. Yeah. If it was just Jonathan, it would have been way more boring. I, I just kept, it just immediately made me think of Marion and Belloc in Raiders of the Lost Ark, where it's yes. like, don't, mm-hmm. t- don't leave her there. He's going to put her in a dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 he does, he, does spend so much time putting his high karate on. Yes. Um, in somebody's bedroom. I mean, that's the weird part. It's like, that's not his place. That's the Adderton's house. Yeah. The whole oh, thing is, is confusing and creepy. Yeah. Those are the weird little details. But I'm like, wow, he's putting on a lot of aftershave. Mm. Not the point I know, but yeah. at that point, it's just like, I just have, I hate everything yeah. about that guy. Why What's is he doing? That creepy robe. 
You never really know his motivation. It's just to kill Jonathan, I guess. But then why is there this like weird rapey after plot added on? It's bizarre. Yeah, they were just they were just throwing a lot of character traits that weren't earned at him. Yeah. But they only had 40 minutes to tell this story and <laughs> yeah. they had to get a lot of shots of big cats and yeah. and a lot of archival they footage had one developments. Weekend that Tippy let them on the ranch. Tippy was she ran a tight ship. She yeah, said, you guys like, have to right. be out of here by three. Yeah, get the fuck out. Because <laughs> uh, that's when the lions we let the lions loose. <laughs> and then so my last note is that he leaves Jennifer in the room, says if you try to escape, it'll be bad for you, whatever. And then he leaves the room and she meets, she just goes to the window, opens up the blinds of the window, and then he pops back in and is like, I told you not to do anything. And I was like, well, you never told her she wasn't allowed to open the window. So, like, I don't understand. You, It was just, that just added to my, like, whole, what? P.S. The, the window is just on? a hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah. That you can fall through. A giant hole in the wall. But I, if so, I was Jennifer, I would have been like, well, I just wanted to, like, open the window and get some air in here or whatever. Like, uh, there are a thousand ex- ex- excuses for trying to open the window. It, it, <laughs> I guess you're right. I mean, but she also didn't need to open the blinds then to get, to crawl through that window, <laughs> like, that hole in the wall. <laughs> it's the biggest window ever. Yeah. And the window is... is just so hole. big because <laughs> it has to be big enough for a stuntman to swing yes, through it i guess that's the reason really big Without but also the it. the doors are all those kind of like weird slat resort doors that just seem made for snakes or bugs or mm. poisonous gas or <laughs> arthroscopic like cameras or hearts of desire you know those, all yeah. kinds of things to come through the slats on yeah vacation tv vacation resort doors <laughs> i guess because i don't go on vacations to resorty hot places like that you guys can tell me do people really use those doors as exterior doors no I've never seen uh, one in I actual would, use. We don't go to I'm, resorty I, I, My only other either. resort <laughs> door things is, is like, you know, the movie Black Widow. Don't worry, I'm not going to talk about it again. But, right, where it's like, it's Hawaii and there's a lot of these doors that aren't really doors. I would be very uncomfortable if that was my hotel room door, if it was slatted. <laughs> I'm already so uncomfortable. Like, to put those doors... I'd be uncomfortable if I was in the middle of the fake Amazon. Yeah. And my door mm-hmm. had openings for every single creature yeah. in the fake Amazon to enter where I was asleep with a faulty mosquito net. Yeah. I would be that putting doors like that on a hotel room would be offensive. Putting doors like that, which people do on a bathroom, yeah. is fucking offensive and just like a prank <laughs> that right. I'm not Those in are the on. doors that like Marsha Brady has on her closet, right? Yes. I mean, those aren't doors you should put on. No. They're closet doors. They are cl- literally closet doors. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Ratings. Because that's the door that you put the <laughs> coat hanger through, or that's the door that Michael Correct. Myers can stab you through the eye through, all Correct. that shit, right? Yeah, yeah. See how I brought it back to Halloween? Yes. Thank God. I appreciate <laughs> Thank it. Thank God. Why do those doors even exist? What the f- <laughs> like get rid of those doors or start erasing slat doors <laughs> for what reason do those exist like french doors dividing your dining room from your living room maybe do i the guess slat doors as a closet door 
do the slat doors? Is it a weight issue? Like, or is it like it lets your clothes breathe? Yeah. But then it also would let in like little moths. moths yeah, shit. totally. Yeah. I don't understand why those And doors again, Michael Myers can, you can stick a knife or whatever through it. Mm, yeah. Easier because your knife won't necessarily get stuck in it. Uh-huh. You just like. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, this is still, uh, it was slat door. <laughs> <laughs> Where we are going to get to the bottom of it was doors. Slat door. <laughs> <laughs> it was we are going to take door. as much time as we need. Uh, we have a we have a caller. <laughs> <laughs> Start erasing slat doors. <laughs> get rid of them. Sorry, I can tell that I'm playing it like you know the classic Nest Tea commercials where they're like ah and they take the drink of tea and then the next scene is them just like falling (laughs) ah doing the trust fall into a gorgeous luscious pool except this is just instead of drinking iced tea i'm just yelling nonsense (laughs) uh very haltingly through a megaphone and then i'm falling back onto one of those giant inflatable pillows they put if you're trying to survive a burning uh inferno and the pillow says Eric's editing. <laughs> yeah. But instead so, of falling on a pillow, you're getting slat doors. Slat doors. <laughs> you're getting pushed against ah, the slat door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Eric's editing. If he, if he chooses to. Yeah. yeah tell, thank me on Friday yeah. <laughs> when you hear the episode. If he decides to <laughs> Shit. edit this. <laughs> um, Ratings. Okay. Zero to five. Uh, Eric is, we're. <laughs> 76 minutes in, we gotta get to readings. <laughs> I rate slat, zo- slat doors a zero. <laughs> <laughs> but Gordo's weight loss plan is a five out of five. Okay, I, for my serious rating of this episode, I like really wanted to get, I really wanted to like it. I really love the premise. Obviously, it's such a cool premise. Mm-hmm. But it just, the delivery was so like bonkers and tonally scattershot and just like wild and then boring also. I just, and stiff <laughs> when they're in the jungle, you had a real good, there could have been so many better. Things and just having them look at National Geographic footage and run away from it. <laughs> I just like I got pissed at that a little bit. It was so stiff. Um, so I'm gonna go 2.5. Mm. Uh, middle of the road episode. Just it's really could have been something great, and it's like settled into this weird thing that it became. So 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> Are we? Talking about the episode, or are we still talking about doors? <laughs> doors are a zero. Okay. I am also giving it a 2.5. Ooh. Um, because, yeah, there's a lot to love here. I'm mostly, I don't even know how I feel about there being an actual slide whistle sound. Like, that sort of, I'm a little shook by that. Yeah. Like, that's really... Offensive. It is. <laughs> I felt both seen and then afraid um, when I heard this line whistle because that's always my catch-all for how I hate wacky shit. Um, I really 
love the evilness of Winston Davenport. So I'll say I love uh, people that want to protect endangered animals and yep. abused animals. I love that. Um, I love how evil Winston Davenport is. I love all the nods to the most dangerous game, which is a, an iconic uh, story. Great film, blah, blah, blah. It's really rich source material, but it just, there just isn't quite the lift off that I wanted. Um, but then again, if I'm completely honest, obviously the way I keep coming back to it, and here I go again, I really just need more things like TD sitting upright with his hands tied and that yeah. guy's dead mm -hmm. floating towards um, everyone and it takes them a minute. Mm -hmm. So mm, two and a half, mm -hmm. two and a half, two and a half. Mm -hmm. Hi, Tippy. Hi, Tippy. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Great try. I agree with both of you on every point. Um, they didn't stick the landing because they didn't know where they were jumping. And mm -hmm. there's a it, tonal aphasia is the only thing. It was just like mm -hmm. they were saying one thing and everything that came out was something completely different. Mm -hmm. uh, I laughed a lot though so i can't mm. i can't hate on this episode because i genuinely laughed mm -hmm. there were three real good like feel it in my gut laughs mm -hmm. um so i'm also giving it a 2.5 wow oh wow. my god when is the last time we all agreed on an episode rating last, last week, week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well okay then that's what i wanted to know <laughs> That's what I asked, and that's what I wanted to know. Ask and answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hunted Hearts gets 7.5 hearts, which is a murmur. Bit of a murmur. Definitely. Totally uh, agree with that rating. Second murmur of the season. Second murmur of the season. We're in, a, we're in the slump. We're yep. in the slump. But the hearts have been known to pull us out. When we <laughs> least expect it. <laughs> Ellen, what are we watching next? I'm so glad you asked. Uh, next week, originally airing on January 11th, 1983. We're going to be watching and discussing Emily by Heart. A young reporter influenced by Jennifer is murdered by her fiance's employer. <laughs> Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Even the the one sentence description is convoluted a bit. <laughs> Do you think if I read it backwards, it will make more sense? Yes. Employer fiancés her by murdered is Jennifer by influence reporter young A. Heart by Emily. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get it now. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> wait, can't I? <laughs> Joe, you, are you okay? No. If you, uh, no, I don't understand this episode already. <laughs> if you, if you're still here, listener, <laughs> thank <so> you. Sorry. <laughs> thank you for sticking with us. Uh, I hope you laughed at least three times. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I hope my, that this episode is a two point five. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you can also just tell us, tell us anything you want to tell us. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> And it was murderpod at oh, gmail.com. Oh, or you can follow okay. us on Instagram and Twitter. Both are at it was murderpod. Mm -hmm. 
watch along with us on Tubi. Please watch along with us on Tubi. It's really fun. It's a really fun season, even with these two slumpy ones. This has been a really fun season. Yeah. Season four. And I highly recommend every every episode until this one. Um, <laughs> you don't highly recommend every episode. I do. Last week was a three. Last week was a three, but That's last week was still. It was still. I like that. I like the episode still. Mm. Um, watch it on Tubi. Rate and review us. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe I'll skip this one. Yeah, don't. I'll, rate I'll this skip one. the rate and review. Yeah. You don't have to rate and review us after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll. I'll. We'll get back to that next week. Um. And yeah. Anyway, we love you. Uh, thank you, Sisslers. Yeah, you guys thanks, are Sisslers. really amazing. Thank you, Sisslers. You really pull us together for 10 minutes and then we lost track again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, here's to you and to the wild. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, freeway.